Hey, what's up, everybody? DJ Martin here, church pastor at Parker Ford Church. Welcome to our latest edition of our midweek teaching series, Reflections on Spiritual Formation. This year, every week, we've been taking a few minutes in the middle of our week to talk about a different aspect of spiritual formation. And we've covered all all sorts of topics uh, during this this ongoing series uh, last week. And this week, we're going to be Uh, talking about part two, we're talking about uh, the idea of seeking peace over seeking clarity. So um, there's in this latest round of the never ending saga of COVID-19 and the implications of life in in the 21st century with with COVID uh, have been hitting close to home Cases are up in our county here, Chester County, Pennsylvania. We've reached uh, substantial levels of transmission once again. And now there's, you know, masking recommendations back in place for indoor gatherings. And we thought our kids would be starting the school year uh, with mask optional, but instead it's going to be required uh, required masks. And, and whatever you think about that, I'm, I'm not interested in, in having a political debate or anything like that about masking or vaccination or anything like that. I, I, um, you know, Parker Ford Church since the beginning of the pandemic, um, both through uh, advice we received from from outside sources like Netzer, which were a part of the Netzer community, as well as healthcare uh, workers, uh, physicians, doctors, nurses that are part of our community, a part of our congregation. You know, we, we've tried to follow the CDC uh, recommendations uh, pretty closely throughout the pandemic. That's that's the the way that we've navigated this. And anyways, uh, when the latest round of of this has been hitting over the last couple of days, and I'm thinking about it, you know, what does this mean for our community? What does this mean for my kids? What does this mean for Parker Ford? Immediately, the heart palpitations start. My chest gets tight. It's hard to breathe. And I'm just thinking about the weight of once again having to make these decisions, once again having to have uh, all of these conversations, just like you are. I'm exhausted from having these conversations about how we should be living and what we should be doing and, and all, all of this stuff. I, all that to say, um, once again, it is absolutely vital for us to remember that Christ has given us this amazing gift to enter into his peace. So when my chest is tightening, when my my breath is being constricted, when my heart is palpitating, when I'm anxious, when I'm worried, when I'm hurting, when I'm concerned, when I'm fearful, when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, once again, the invitation from Christ remains the same to let the peace of Christ rule and guard in my heart. So last week, we were talking about the idea of seeking peace before clarity. This has been uh, a word from the Lord that I've been personally chewing on and meditating on for for the last couple of weeks and in recent days. I had a conversation with the Lord. Uh, this is fairly recently, um, but going back several weeks ago, I was I was praying and, and just kind of trying to listen to the Spirit, and I felt like what the Lord was saying to me in that w- was, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of the political turmoil in the midst of all of the social unrest, everything that's going on, what you so often desire, what I often so often desire is clarity. I want to know, like, I want to know what to do. I want to know how to think about situations. Um, I have a curious mind. I'm able to view things from 
various points of view. I can understand why people believe what they, you know, are, are passionate about on various sides of the spectrum. That's that's kind of built into my DNA, my personality. But sometimes I just want clarity. And as I was thinking through this and meditating on it, I, I just felt like the Lord was like, "You want clarity, but what I want for you is peace." And when I heard that in my spirit, I, I was immediately drawn to two uh, really famous stories or famous verses about peace. The first is in Colossians 3 verses 14 to 15, where the Apostle Paul writes, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the peace of Christ that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. And we talked about this last week, but that, that word rule, it means to be an umpire or to decide, determine. In other words, let the peace of Christ be the determining factor in your life, in your heart about how you live. And notice how he adds the corporate peace to it. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. So it's not just you. It's not just me individually that I'm seeking peace for myself. It's that we together, as we walk with Jesus, are seeking peace together. How do we seek that in the midst of all the division, all the anxiety, all the depression, all the anger, all the frustration, all the darkness of this present age? Seek the peace of Christ and let it rule. Let it be the determining factor. Um, rather than seeking clarity in all, all things, uh, seek the peace of Christ. And then the second verse, Philippians 4, 6 to 7, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. You're, you're going to experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That's all well and fine for Paul not to worry about anything and pray about everything. But what about us? Like, how are we not supposed to worry about the things going on, you know, with the, the catastrophic Drophic news that's come out of Afghanistan or Haiti over the past couple of weeks with the Delta variant just, you know, running rampant in our in our society. How are we not supposed to worry? I, I think instead of this being a shaming thing, like if you worry, like you shouldn't do that, shame on you. This is a, you know, if you're worrying, like rather than dwelling on that worry, bring it to God, talk to him about it. Prayer at its core is conversing with God, listening and speaking and being honest and open with God. Tell God what you need. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how you think about the situation. And then thank him for all he has done. It's amazing how giving thanks. We've talked about this in this series on spiritual reflections over the last uh, year. We've talked about this numerous, numerous times, how just the simple act of giving thanks to God changes the way that we think about a, a situation. And that's exactly what Paul is saying. Give thanks to him for what he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so the peace of Christ will rule and it will guard not only your heart, but your mind. Not only the way that you feel it, not only the direction of your life, the volition you have, the will you have for living, but also the way that you think, the way that you feel the peace of Christ will rule. I don't know about you, but I want to be ruled and guarded by the peace of Christ rather than the anxiety of the world. All right, the additional piece I want to add to this, that that was a lot of review, but 
I think an important review from, you know, just kind of reinforcing what we talked about last week, but the new piece that I want to talk about today is uh, the idea of control. Um, so I was talking to uh, Tim Deering about this. Tim Deering is a leader of uh, Netzer, a former pastor here at Parker Ford Church, a friend, a mentor of mine. And, and we were talking about this concept of, of seeking peace versus seeking clarity. And immediately he was like, yeah, because clarity is, is ultimately at the end of the day, we want clarity because we want control. And that's exactly right. Desiring clarity, um, you know, Desiring clarity is not a bad thing. It's not a, it's not a bad thing to desire clarity, but it's worth asking, why do I desire clarity? <laughs> why do I want to have the answers? Why do I want to have clear, absolute, you know, direction in this? And it could be a form of seeking control. I mean, certainly for me, when I think about my life, it, it, it could be a way of, of trying to control the pain or mitigate the pain or the anxiety that I feel. Uh, whereas seeking to live in the peace of Christ actually releases control. Because of what I'm saying in that circumstance, if I'm submitting to Christ, if I'm submitting my worries, my concerns to him, giving thanks in all things, and then receiving the peace of Christ, and it's ruling and it's guarding my heart, then essentially what I've done is I've said, I'm not God, you're God. <laughs> I can't control this thing. Only you can. Salvation doesn't come from me. It comes from you. I can't fix this mess. And neither can any one of us jokers down here. Only you can fix this thing. And so the very act of seeking the peace of Christ is an act of releasing control to God. Whereas the act of seeking, you know, clear uh, definitions or clear clarity about like exactly, you know, how and absolutely should behave or other people should, that, that could be a form of actually seeking to be manipulative or controlling in a situation. And so uh, what would it look like for you to relinquish control to God in your life today? What's the area of your life? If you were to, to close your eyes and breathe deeply and think about, you know, what's the area I most want to exercise control over or the relationship I most want to exercise control over? Or maybe, maybe the question where, where do I receive the most anxiety right now? What would it look like for you to relinquish that to God? How might the peace of Christ be an antidote to the anxiety and control mechanisms we so readily turn to in modern society? What, what are your like sort of behavioral um, tics or behavioral like go-to mechanisms of of lessening or, or trying to mitigate or overcome anxiety. Uh, for a lot of people, it's just, you know, you start to feel anxious and so you pull out your phone and try to get a, a hit of dopamine by getting likes on social media or watching a funny video or something and totally avoiding the pain. Um, how might the peace of Christ, if instead of trying to avoid that pain and that anxiety, if you brought it to the Lord and gave it to him as an offering, uh, as a living sacrifice, which is your spiritual act of worship, uh, and then seek his peace in the midst of that rather than avoiding it, how, that could actually be balm to your soul. That I mean, that could be medicine. That could be an antidote to the insidious disease of anxiety in our society. And finally, how might Jesus be inviting you to pursue the ruling, guarding peace of Christ in your heart and mind 
today. I mean, make that, make that your goal today. Go after, go after Jesus pursuing his, his ruling, his um, dictating, guarding peace that he desires to impart and, and gift to us in our, in our very inner persons. I hope this has been encouraging to you today as we continue to meditate on what it means to be a people who seek after the peace of Christ. Uh, My blessing to you today by way of benediction, by way of closing, may the Lord bless you and keep you. I I pray that each person who engages this, that we would be a people, God, who uh, give thanks to you in all things, who present our concerns to you our worries to you, who, who give them and entrust them to you and who seek the peace of Christ in such a way that it rules and that it guards our hearts in you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for being with us today. Have a great day. Go with God. Be blessed.